This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. You guys, holy crap. I know we warned you last week that we were going to have two nights of paradise. um, And I felt like it was two weeks packed into two episodes. This week was crazy. So much happened. But before we get into all of that, please welcome one of my best friends, my incredible co-host, Tia. Thank you for coming back. I'm glad that I didn't scare you away last week. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I did not expect the episodes to be this hot and heavy this quick. If I wasn't taking notes, I would legitimately forget what the hell happened because there was so much freaking much there's so much it's like i have notes like if you guys could see my (laughs) notes right now i'm like storing everything of points that i really want to hit and i know that we're not even gonna get around to half of it but i gotta start with this uh because 
This week we see Demi come in, you know, and she comes in hot. And I want to do the same for this podcast. And so, you know what? We're going to come in with the big D energy, the big Demi energy. That's how she walked down onto the beach. <laughs> she already was stirring the pot before she talked to everyone. Um, but it was a These lot. These poor girls, they wouldn't <laughs> take their men. <laughs> I love Demi. I mean, okay, listen, I've known Demi for a while now. I freaking love her. I know she probably rubs people the wrong way, and we're going to have a lot of viewers and listeners, you know, saying whatever mean things you want to say, but Demi is Demi, and she just owns the shit out of who she is, and I'm here for it. She is I love it. so entertaining. If we didn't have Demi right now, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be paradise without her. Um, so, yeah, we see her kick it off. Was it? This was the first date of the week, right? Where she takes Brendan? Yeah, she came in with a date card. Came in with a date card, takes Brendan. I mean, you know, I, oh God, this is what I wanted to say, T. I didn't even write this in my notes. For the dates that we saw this week on the beach, um, well, I told you this because we were in quarantine together, but uh, this is why I love having the podcast because we can give actual behind the scenes of like our side of things. And even though we're not there yet, we were in quarantine and I was watching all of these oh, dates yeah. go on outside of my hotel room. And listen, the video con- that was one that was one that that was the first date I saw because, um, I I got told to go into my room because something might be happening on the beach and of course I don't listen. So I'm I was sitting on my balcony. Um I had my big sunglasses on. I had one of those hair wraps. I was kind of like trying to live out what was happening on the dates and having a conversation. Um and so maybe if you all all are lucky, I will share the the true behind the scenes of what you actually oh, yeah. didn't see. This um, was Demi and Brendan. This was I saw Demi and Brendan's, and I saw Thomas Ooh. and Serena. They Ooh. were they were a little bit farther down on the beach, so at first I didn't know it was Thomas and Serena until they walked closer in front of my balcony. Um, and in that case, I felt kind of creepy because it, it I, I felt like it was like a dad and his daughter because like of the height difference, <laughs> the, size, the difference. size difference. I was at first I was like, who the hell is this? Um, yeah, Who's but dad is that? <laughs> who, who brought a dad? Who's daddy? Who brought the chaperone to paradise? Um, no. So that's like, it, it's so funny now actually watching these dates back and hearing the conversation and. And, and what all went down because I had something totally different in my mind. But I I will say I did know it was Demi and Brendan because, I mean, Brendan, you can just tell from the hair. And the second I heard Demi laugh on the beach, I was like, oh, you just knew. that's my baby. I was um, shocked that Demi was so smitten kitten so fast with Brendan mm-hmm. and was bummed out that he said he wanted to continue to talk to other people mm-hmm. i've never seen demi like that or i just i haven't either remember i, don't I know. think but here's the thing and demi i love you but i don't think she's used to people not being anyone saying no anyone saying no and so yeah. i think that was the first time where she was really like well what the hell i brought you on mm-hmm. this date i took you out you know and so i yeah um she, I, I don't blame her for feeling like that. She's like, why did I waste this date with you for you to say that? But mm-hmm. it's the eyes. We know Demi ain't going to let that get her down. Right no, now. not for long. But it, but it's the eyes. Brendan has these like 
oh piercing piercing blue ocean blue eyes that just kind of like like the ocean it sucks you in and so i get it i mean like all of the all of the women so far have been mesmerized by brendan um and demi you know she couldn't resist the charm uh speaking of brendan we hear a lot of chit chat behind the scenes about a potential relationship that he has back home with piper which i'm thinking like some foreshadowing there but he's not the only one that people are talking about that may be in a relationship with somebody else travels fast around that damn beach oh yeah two seconds it's like the fastest game of telephone you've ever played (laughs) um speaking of foreshadowing for relationships that people may have before coming to paradise i will say we do have a guest coming on very shortly and that is victoria paul victoria p because She was somebody else who was in the midst of certain allegations. And we're going to have her on very soon after we recap, just so she can give her side of things, say her piece, kind of maybe put some of those rumors to bed. uh, If, if they are put to bed, who knows? We will find out very soon. Let's just kind of recap, give our main takeaways. I mean, uh, drama with Victoria P. She goes home. We see Kelsey go home and, who else went home victoria l the goddess (laughs) i'm honestly really sad because i wanted to meet her so bad you were saying that um yeah i would just love to be in her presence in person back to serena c though trying to hop on erin to get to stay and i'm like no shame girl listen everyone he immediately made out with tammy right after oh gosh damn it's so interesting because i'm not the type of person to like throw a hail mary pass and like try to do what i can to solidify anything i feel like i'm you know i would be more of like a kelsey where it's like if it happens it happens if it doesn't fuck it who cares um but it's interesting to see how people handle their business in these pressure situations knowing that you know four women are going to be going home um so we see a couple women go home we see some new sexy eye candy come down to the beach we have thomas we have riley and rye i'm surprised riley's arms fit through the gates of paradise because can I just say, too, that they look big and buff and huge on TV, but in person? In person! Holy listen, crap. Listen. These dudes, like, Thomas kept talking about his height, but so did we. <laughs> so did we. And oh we, my God. And, I mean, Riley also knows his arms are like bazookas. Huge. They're not just the big guns. They are bazookas. Massive. His chest, like, these dudes in person, holy freaking crap there's a rumor that riley smashed a watermelon with one (laughs) bicep and this is the content that we need to see see we need this uh speaking of like hot steamy things i gotta get into this date with riley and marissa um can i all i wrote down for my notes for this date was just straight sex like oh, hot, hot steamy hot Tia texted me and she goes like good lord you guys this date has me fired up i mean and it just ends so abruptly i'm like i need more <laughs> give it to me <laughs> um but it was hot and steamy Damn. for some people but it was also sad boy summer for others i mean we see joe down in the dumps we see connor down in the dumps we see connor pacing the beach and writing songs for marissa like she's gonna come back and still be with him and like listen connor i applaud the dedication the enthusiasm the passion that you still have for marissa but like 
Riley's arms. Yeah. That's all I got to say. She wasn't your person, man. No, <laughs> no. And like, oh. it's so hard because you want to feel for him, but you want to root for her at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is tricky. Gosh. Um, love me some Marissa, though. She just I puts love- it all out there. Oh, my. She's my favorite. <laughs> she, I, I absolutely adore Marissa. Um, and one thing that we can't uh, forget about is we get a new... I was going to say judge. This is not really that kind of show. We get a new guest host and I am so upset that we weren't there for this entrance because also, okay, so we see Lance Bass as the next guest host, but like when they start playing that old boom box with NSYNC, people were kind of dancing a little bit. Oh my God, Tia, oh, if we were I there, I would have been, I would have been doing the whole dance. My, I would have been on my head, spinning on the ground. Like I would do Yeah. The marionettes, whatever we got to do. We like people, you guys did not fully yeah. appreciate all that NSYNC and Lance Bass had to offer. The enthusiasm was lacking there. No, they needed us. They Connor, needed us. Connor was into it. Connor was into it. He was the only one who I think knew all the lyrics, who knew the dance moves. Um, thank you, Connor, for that because we needed that. Uh, Lance needed that. But oh my God, the girls, when they sat down and had a mimosa with Mr. Lance Bass, I was I'm like, jealous. are you fucking kidding me? The like the backs of my kneecaps would have been sweating. I would have I would have been so I would have been like, I don't even want to date any of these other men. Yeah. I know I'm not there Lance, I know I'm not Lance's type, and I don't care. He can give me a rose. I know. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Hit that falsetto. Um, (laughs) God. Fucking weird. Oh my God. Just wait, you guys. Do you and I could go on and on about I think everything? Just wait till we hit the beach because we're going to have so much more behind the scenes, so much more tea, so much more everything that we can give you but until then which i don't even know when that happens because for one week i feel like we've been watching 17 years full of this already but um uh, a lot went down and i think we just have to bring on our guest right now because a lot went down with her and we want to allow her the chance to take the mic to say what she has to say and to clear up any confusion that we all may have of if there was a boyfriend, if there was a dog, if there was a music career to be enhanced um, right now. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome Victoria P to Bachelor Happy Hour. We have the woman of the hour here, Victoria P. Before we start, Victoria, welcome. Do you want me to keep the P on your name or just call you straight Victoria? Honestly, you can call me anything as long as it's nice. My friends call me VP, <laughs> VP, like VP? just my initials. So whatever you want. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I, I'll call you VP, but sometimes I then think I'm talking about um, the vice president, vice president, Madame Vice President. Um, okay. So we'll just call you Victoria. I was going to say Perfect. Vicky for some reason. Like Vicky no. just was going to I like Vicky. <laughs> No, no, I no Vicky. Okay, the teacher in sixth grade that so we had like got into this debate that my skirt was too short and that it was like distracting to boys, and I had a whole debate with her like, well, shouldn't you be teaching the boys like that women's bodies aren't? I was in sixth grade, right? Should be objectified. So ever since then, I'm like Vicky. Don't call me Vicky. Okay, no Vicky. I like I like I that you have this story attached to it. Well, welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour, Victoria. This is the first time we've actually had you uh, because we unfortunately did not speak with you during Peter's season. There was just so much craziness going on. Uh, But 
since leaving Mexico and now being back in the real world and watching everything back, how have you been? It was a lot. You know, I was only on the beach for two nights, like 36 hours and a lot happened there. Um, I'm obviously disappointed in like some of the things that I heard that were said, but each person has their own, own, um, I guess they have their own idea of what happens. And it, I think that's based on assumptions. And I, I kind of wish that I really wish that, that I've been asked the questions and, and been able to um, address the concerns, but I really wasn't given that opportunity. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into all of that too, because we we do have some questions around, you know, the drama that we saw unfold. Let's take it back from the beginning because, you know, day one, you get there, you're one of the first people on the beach. You were there since the beginning. It's exciting. You don't know what to expect. What how did you feel walking down those steps, you know, meeting David Spade and then meeting the original cast that first day? So walking down the steps, I was super excited, optimistic, like, let's freaking do this thing. I'm 100% ready. I'm super excited to meet to meet the new girls, to meet the guys. And I was really stoked and was a huge fan of Joe Dirt. So <laughs> I was really excited. Already off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, the uh, you know, because we didn't see you really in much of the drama until Monday night's episode. So I'm assuming the first couple days, well, day, I mean, I know TV time is much different than real life time, but it seemed like smooth sailing. It seemed like that yeah. first day you were talking to James, you had a little bit of a connection. What was that like for you? Yeah, um, like I said, I was. I was only there for two nights, so 36 hours. So in first getting there, I'm super excited and optimistic. And right away, um, I didn't feel like, a, a, I feel like typically in my real life, I feel connected. It's like an instant connection whenever I connect with someone. And I didn't feel that. So I was kind of like, mm. and then the guys, because they had the roses, were like expecting the girls to go to them. And I'm like, no, I, I feel like, a man should pursue me. And so I was kind of like waiting for that. And, um, and I ended up actually, I think like talking to James myself, like just being like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to, got to get out there. And so, um, and so I did and such a great guy. super sweet. I was kind of, I was actually really excited in the beginning. And then I just kind of started like, I was like, okay, I, I found myself kind of like, I was having to convince myself that I was feeling something that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then I started to kind of be like, okay, am is like, there's nothing wrong with this guy. He's great. He's a hunk, but like, did Sorry, you feel like not not that it was by default, but did you feel like since there were so many other couples making connections, yes. you're like, okay, James is single, I'll I'll talk to him. Well, mm-hmm. that like you, you you know there's nothing wrong with him. He's a great guy, but it's like you yeah. want to feel that instant. Yeah, chemistry. I with with James I, and just with anyone on the beach, I think that I I try to go in with no expectations, but. Typically, like if I'm dating someone, there's either an instant connection or there's not. And I didn't feel that that spark and that instant connection with him. And so right away I was like, oh shit. Like mm-hmm. 
oh no, but I also was like, okay, Victoria, you've known this guy for 24 hours. Give it a shot. You're here. Like, there could be someone else that comes down the beach. And I'm like, then there was really no one else that I felt like I was really, all guys were great, but attracted to. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just like took some time to get to know him. Wonderful guy. Um, but there are a lot of wonderful people that just aren't compatible. And right. um, I just, I think ultimately I, I wasn't ready. Because mm-hmm. we've all been there, right? Like, we've all done the show. We've all been on The Bachelor. And now, you know, cat's out of the bag. We've all been on Paradise <laughs> for some sort of time. And it's this weird situation where, you know, playing off of what Tia was just saying, where it's like, you know, there's already couples established. You want to get to a certain point. You obviously don't want things to feel forced, but... To continue week by week and day by day, you need to form some sort of connection. So it's just this weird situation, like I would say social experiment to see who hits it off. And if you felt like, you know, because we've all met James. James is great. He's such a good dude. But if you just feel like that passion, that chemistry wasn't there, yeah, you can't force it. Was there anyone that you were hoping would be on the beach that didn't that you didn't see walk down those steps that first week um, or that you see come later that you wished you would have been able to meet? You know, I really think that that Ben guy, what's his name, y'all? I'm bad with names. You will learn. <laughs> oh yeah, we saw that. <laughs> we, we the saw. other day, I called. I'm like, I called my doctor. I'm like, Am I having a stroke? Like, I just my mom's name is Cindy, and I called her Sydney. I'm like, <laughs> your mom. Listen, my mother. I'm like something okay, is wrong. So nothing personal against James. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. She did it with her own mom. It's a thing. It was. It was concerning. I. It was concerning. You did forget James's name quite a few times. A lot. But listen, I understand, especially when you're filming, coming from somebody who forgot one of the guys' names on my season on a group date in front of everybody, I get it. There's a lot she knew of people. Everyone else's name. Everyone else's name besides the one. Tia was on that date too. She was, was there and the witnessed it. So, so, it so we get it. So Ben, Ben from yes. um. From California. From Clarentation season, correct? Ben Smith, I think is his name. I actually Googled him a while ago because I was like, so they're going to ask me his name and I need to make sure I get it right. Ben Smith. Okay. My gym guy, workout guy, right? Mm-hmm. Super okay. Cute. So, yeah, because I know that they always ask all of the cast coming down, okay, who do you really want to see here? Like, who do you think you could hit it off with? So I actually love asking everyone that question because... It's so funny when some people say that the same one guy over and over and over. So, but I, but I haven't heard fighting over this man. He's going to be, I I haven't heard Ben yet. So this is, this is great. Um, well, who knows? I mean, um, I'm not going to give anything away. Who knows if Ben Smith walks down onto that beach or not, but, um, okay. So we see, let's just get into it a little bit. Um, because you were part of some of the drama, that night before the first rose ceremony goes down um to recap briefly basically you know we see you and james chatting and then we see kelsey and tammy talking about um that you may or may not have a boyfriend back home back in nashville um 
And they can, well, I wouldn't say they confront. They confront James about it, and then he confronts you about it. So when all of that is going down, did you know when James pulled you what he was going to be chatting with you about? Did you have any idea that this allegation would be circling on the beach? I was completely, honestly, completely blindsided. Um, Sorry for saying that. Um, I was completely blindsided whenever James pulled me aside and asked about it. Um, I just, I, Kelsey and and Tammy were both like, I mean, from my season. And so I just, I I think that I, I, my expectation would have been like, okay, if there's an issue or if they had some kind of a concern, like they would have come to me and like, and, and said something. I want to give you the mic for a second and clear the air and put any rumors to bed if we will because I know there's a lot circulating right now so did you or did you not have a boyfriend coming into paradise no I started dating a guy in well I moved to Nashville in uh, January and new paradise was a thing right it was something that I wanted to do and I was really excited about and I was not, and I wasn't dating anyone. I was like, I'm not dating anybody. Um, and the guy that I end up getting in a relationship with, I try to set him up with one of my friends. I'm like, I'm not dating anyone. Like I put this guy off. I'm like, no. Um, and he asked me to get a, a drink with him. So I ended up going, we become really close as like best friends. And then it just developed into something more unintentionally. and. It was that's really. How it always happens. It all, yeah, and so that's I think part of the reason why going like on Paradise was kind of difficult because I'm like typically like in my relationships in the past it's just been like I'm going to get to know you, you're going to get to know me, and then and there's no pressure. But if it like if we connect and it takes off, great. And so I think with the James thing, like you have to be so intentional, and there's such like a, a pressured like rush, and that anxiety was like really alive in me, right? Um, but back to that that relationship, um, Paradise was always something that we knew was a very strong possibility. Like I said, day one, I was very honest with him. We talked about it. Um, and whenever we had only been dating like two and a half months, right? And Paradise is like, okay, I have to make a decision. Um, and I think that probably the weight of whether paradise paradise is going to be a thing or not like weighed heavy on our relationship like he wasn't he didn't ask me to stay and was just like you should do like you should go and I encourage you to follow your heart or whatever like we haven't been dating long you know like and I think that he probably was trying to give me his blessing but to me it was like he doesn't he's like he wouldn't fully commit right Mm -hmm. Um, and when someone won't fully commit, naturally, it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to be all in, then maybe I should um, explore other options. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we ended up having a conversation and he actually, um, this was like four, like a month before Paris, this was like two months into dating. Um And he broke up with me and was like, I just feel like you've got your own thing going on. Paradise is like this huge weight on us, whether you're going to go, whether you're not like, 
you know, are we serious enough for you to stay? Are you going to have regrets if you stay? Um, you know, if we don't work out because it, our relationship is so fresh. And actually, the night that he broke up with me, I stayed at Kelsey's house. So, um, so, so if he broke up with you and you then went on to paradise to, you know, pursue whatever potential re- relationship could be there, when all of this was going on with Tammy and Kelsey telling James and, you know, talking about how you were going to boost this guy's music career, whatever was said, why wouldn't you at that point just be like, well, he broke up with me. This this right. finished a month prior to this. You know, he ended things and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Why didn't you just say that? Something similar to or that. Like, where did they get that information? Or like, where would they come up with this in the first place? You know, mm-hmm. if you guys have been broken up, does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, naturally, like I, whenever conflict arises, like in, I've done a lot of therapy and I've, I mean, you guys see me on Peter season whenever conflict happens with Alea, like um, I just completely shut down and I, um, it's like my nervous system is just completely overstimulated and I just feel like fight or flight and I don't know what to say. Um, and a lot of times I just cry. Um, and so that's been something that I've really worked on through therapy and setting healthy boundaries and communicating through conflict. Um, And so at the time, whenever all that was happening, I don't like, honestly, like until watching the episode and kind of hearing what happens, I I, like, I don't even remember what I said, like, because I was remember being so like, okay, I just got to like, I've got to remember my therapy techniques. I can walk away and set a healthy boundary. Like my, personal relationships are personal to me. Um, you know, the, it's no one's business unless they're part of it. Had Kelsey or Tammy asked me kind of are been like, Hey, how are you feeling? Or been around when I was having the conversations like with Deandra or, um, heard my interviews the whole time. I'm like, I, I'm questioning like, you know, what if I, if I'm ready for this and if I'm not, you know, I, from the moment that probably before James, James and I kissed, but definitely after that. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't a secret. I just didn't feel comfortable sharing that with people. I didn't feel comfortable sharing it with and Kelsey and, and Tammy never asked. So they just assumed. So why do you think they brought up the, the boyfriend at home? thing because that's that's completely normal to feel like you know what am I doing here why did I do this I don't have this instant Mm -hmm. connection with anyone that's completely normal even if you have a connection with somebody I think everyone still questions what the hell am I doing here well right (laughs) okay well that makes me like I'm glad you said that because I was like bro like I don't like this I need to get back home to the people that I love like that can pour into me and because I am my therapist because like I'm not made for this I'm not made for these freaking mosquitoes and this heat and literally I was sweating my titties off like (laughs) actually no I feel that no but actually one of my implants when I got home was like deflating. It, it was so like days after I got home, literally sweated my titty off. So on Monday, I have surgery that morning to remove my implants. So, oh my God. A full... so, okay, yeah, so you can never vacation in Mexico in the future. Keep that yeah, in mind. No. Damn. I mean, 
I didn't what know that was really, I was like, truly, my mom was, my mom is so funny. She was like, you literally sweated your titties off. I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> and my grandma was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that didn't happen when you were there. Like, it would have been so bad. I would have been so embarrassed. I'm like, anyway. <laughs> at least my worries. Mom, but thank you. Like, yeah, literally, at least my worries. So anyway, um, yeah, right now we're just being comfy and cozy and having the girls. So let me ask you this, because basically I have a two-part question here, but first I want to get into, because when all of this is being brought up on the beach about you having this said boyfriend back home, one of the allegations was that you came on because you would have a bigger platform to be able to promote his music. And then also there was something, there was some story with the dog of you guys had a dog or we're watching the dog. By the way, I will clear up the dog really quick. I got the dog for me. It was like a rescue, right? The dog fell in love with the boyfriend. The boyfriend fell in love with the dog immediately. So we share the dog and him and I are even now like, great friends. I will say the guy that I was dating before the show, we broke up, wanted nothing to do with this. Like Mm -hmm. specifically asked that his name was not brought up. And because I think that, and like, and that's kind of like part of the reason why I think that I protected it I tried to, I did my best like to protect that. Like when I was there, you know, and and sharing with the people that I felt like um, I could trust was, and that already kind of had an idea about it was because it really wasn't anyone else's business. And I didn't want to make it a thing because him and I dated for two and a half months. Yes, we share a dog together, but like. I think just as a viewer, like to touch on what Becca was saying, as a viewer, I was trying to think of it as not being there before. I was thinking, well, she didn't have a boyfriend. Why didn't you, she she just yeah. say, no, yeah. I didn't have a boyfriend. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just shut it down. Just the, the abrupt exit and not really explaining and like just I as if you were seeing you upset with yeah. Kelsey and Tammy and not just being like, no, I didn't have a boyfriend. People well, are lying if they say they weren't dating someone or talking to someone like beforehand. Generally speaking, people are going to have someone they're interested in before they come on the show. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's completely unheard of. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just like, why didn't she just say, nope, didn't have a boyfriend? No, I, I think I actually, I, I did. And that I don't know if that honestly, like because I haven't watched it, I've just heard what happens. That's not shown. So, mm-hmm. and I talk about it in my interviews. I'm very transparent. Obviously, it's not what the viewers, viewers are going to see. So I appreciate you guys like kind of like, making me aware of that because I, yeah. that helps me in this. Um, so like I said, when I'm, when I feel like I'm overstimulated in my, like, I feel anxious and I mm-hmm. feel like there's conflict, my natural res- like trauma response is just to completely shut down and if I didn't say like specifically, I don't have a boyfriend. I wish that I did. Mm-hmm. You know? um, well, so yeah, because I want to get into that because one, I mean, we we did see you leave just very abruptly. You know, you left before the first row ceremony. You saw yourself out. Was that so? 
Because to me, as a viewer, it seems like it maybe wasn't necessarily because of this boyfriend allegation. It was more so the fact that Tammy and Kelsey, two of your, you know, I would say friends or acquaintances, whatever, um, kind of went behind your back and didn't, maybe it's because they didn't address it with you first. They went to James directly. Was that kind of what triggered you? Like the reason of why you felt like this fight or flight response were, okay, I just have to see myself out. It wasn't, was it less about the whole boyfriend, boyfriend, quote unquote, and more about how they handled and approached James in that entire situation. The night before I, all this happened, I, I pulled my producer aside and I was like, I don't think I, I don't think that I should be here. I'm having a lot of second thoughts. Like, and he, and he encouraged me just to stay and to see, he was like, listen, you're, you're already here. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it one more day. And then all of this happens the next day. Like I'm already like, I've got to tell James that I'm not interested in him. And I really don't think that my heart is here and I'm ready to give it to someone else. Like I got here, I was optimistic and really like open arms, open heart, like God, whatever you want for me in this season, like I'm here and I'm ready to accept it. Whether it's love, like trying to learn a lesson, friendships. And unfortunately, like it was one of those things once I got there and I tried, it was like, holy crap, like I'm not ready for this. I was encouraged to say I stayed and um, ultimately, like, I think that I didn't, I, that environment is not, was not healthy for me specifically. Like I, back here at home, like I have a support system and people that I know that I can trust and that love me and that are willing to come to me and check me if I'm wrong or like, and give me the constructive criticism. And that's, that's not what I got when I was there. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you guys have an issue. And and all of this has been talked about and assumed behind my back and not come to me directly. Like I was really like, I'm gonna get emotional, um, you know, and going and saying yes to paradise. For me, it wasn't just like, I'm going in, into this with an expectation to find love. It was, I am, I know that there's a possibility that I could so much more could come out of this and in enlisting all of those things like friendships, like more self-awareness, like being able to have this platform to talk about things like that, that matter to me, you know, because of like earlier you asked if there was anyone I wish had gone on the beach. I really wish Alea had gone. For some of our listeners who maybe didn't watch all of Peter's season and know exactly what you're talking about in terms of Alea, do you want to just give a quick background um, and no. then segue into what you're about to say? Yeah, sure. Um, on Peter's season, I, and this is pre-therapy, you know, I'm, when I've always felt like, before I felt like, if I had an issue with someone or if they'd hurt me or uh, I never knew how to address it. Like growing up, it was always like, you don't say anything. And that was kind of like the way that I survived is I just kept my mouth shut and just, mm -hmm, and like did what I needed to do. Um, And so I think that that carried through. And on Peter season, it was like, I want to love like Jesus does. And I want to, be kind. But in that, when you have an issue with someone or having an issue with someone, I didn't know how to communicate it. And I failed Alea miserably and was really 
hopeful and excited to see her on the beach to be able to apologize to her. Like, I mean, I've, I've reached out obviously and apologized like by phone, but I was really hopeful to, to take responsibility for the way that I acted publicly because, um, I should have been direct with her looking back. I should have, um, Like having the tools now, I would have done things very differently, approached approached her and, and addressed my concerns and given her a fair opportunity to make things right or learn a lesson or, you know, and, and I'm like looking back, I'm like, maybe I just had this expectation of what I thought that she should be. And I was like projecting, you know, um, so I just felt like I owed her an apology you came onto the beach, you know, with maybe not, maybe I will say not to potentially find love and find a lasting partner, but to make amends with some of the females in your life. And because, I mean, and and you've said this multiple times, you know, especially when you were confronting Tammy and Kelsey, that you're trying to use these new therapy, t- therapy techniques that you've learned um, for better conflict resolution. So going into that, you know, kind of knowing the history with you and Alea or whoever on Peter's season, do you feel like you were able to take those conflict resolution skills into paradise in this conversation with both Tammy and Kelsey? And do you feel good about, you know, saying your side of things with them and leaving in the way that you did? Like, do you, do you feel good about that? Good in how everything ended for you? Absolutely. Going through Peter's season and then after, like I, my mental health, like, I was at an all-time low, like kind of being thrown into the space where people are questioning your character and coming at you and like online, people aren't kind. And I'm from a small town where I've never really like had to deal with a lot of that. And so, um, and then just, I really struggled um, on the show and off the show. Like there was a point where I, um, post-show was like, I really had to lean on the the people in my life to help me get through it. And I had to um, see someone in regards to my mental health because I did not want to live anymore. Um, And obviously like all of that was really hard to go through and I had regrets and I was like, but I like giving myself grace and looking back, I'm like the way that I handled things on Peter's season, like I, I'm like, I've since gotten therapy and I've, I have this toolbox and, and I have the ability to work through things that I had no idea how to work through before. Um, and I'm grateful. And I do feel like in the situation with Tammy and Kelsey, like I was really able to take those things that I've learned through therapy and to apply those, you know, like to be able to say, Hey, like I'm setting a healthy boundary and I don't have to, like, I'm not going to allow someone to talk to me like this. Like, and then something else is, I, and I hope this is shown is I tell them multiple times. I'm like, I'm happy to talk to you both separately about your concerns, but right now, like I feel overstimulated, like talking to both of you and I'm, but I'm happy to talk to you both separately and address your concerns and work through this together. Like I, I hear you. I, I, I want to hear you. I want to work through this. And, and, um, I think Tammy again calls me manipulative and um, 
set and neither of them talked to me separately. And at that point, I'm like, I just, I already was, was feeling like maybe I, um, maybe I wasn't ready. And I think at that point I was like, I, my life is so great back at home. And I'm really, I knew that that wasn't the place for me to be anymore. And I'm like, okay, if I, I am proud of the way that I handled things because before therapy, I like I said, I completely shut down. But people that saw Peter Season saw it. Like I just cried and didn't address anything. And I was able to communicate and handle conflict with grace, I feel like. And not perfectly, you know. Um, but I think and knowing what I was and how I reacted and conflict before to being where I am now, like in standing up for myself and saying like, I can set this boundary. Like I'm allowed to walk away. I don't have to allow someone to talk to me like this. I'm able to share what I want to share. Like it's not my personal life. It's not your business. Um, it felt good. It sounds like overall, you know, in the past couple of years, you have put in a lot of work to learn you know you know we all have strength strengths and weaknesses and to know you know where maybe you could learn and grow and do better and it sounds like you applied that in paradise and I hope that that continues I mean we've all like every time you put yourself in this situation you learn something new you have major takeaways that I think like you can't expect until you go through it and so I applaud you for putting in the work and you know focusing on yourself and really setting those boundaries um, and I, I hope that continues. I think this is also a good point because, you know, you've talked a little bit about mental health and setting bound healthy boundaries and conflict resolution. Um, and I know a lot of our listeners would love any sort of advice uh, that you could give to uh-huh. them. So if there's one bit of solid advice that you could give to um, just anyone going through something similar mm-hmm. or going through, you know, this moment of growth in their life or wanting to kind of better themselves and to set those healthy boundaries or potentially go on paradise in the future, what would that bit of advice be for them? Therapy and Jesus. Aside from that, it's okay to say no. It's okay to walk away when you feel uncomfortable. It's okay not to share things that you don't feel like comfortable sharing. Um, and on t- and on TV, especially like it's, it's even harder because it's, it's not just the people in front of you it's the people that are watching. Like you're not just sharing with, like I wasn't just sharing with Tammy and Kelsey. I'm sharing with, I'm being having to share with the rest of the world things that I'm not ready to talk about. If you're not ready to talk about something, don't feel like you're not forced to do that. If it's uncomfortable, you're not forced to do that. And you don't have to explain yourself either. Some people don't, are already convinced of their series of events. And regardless of how, you try to explain it or rationalize or tell your side, like there's no convincing them otherwise. And I, and like, even now I'm like, you know what? Like the people that are in my life know the truth. I know the truth and I don't need to convince anyone otherwise, you know? Um, I can't like I always say like there I don't have regrets there are lessons that you learn through those I feel 
like I, I prayed, um, before I went really like, okay, God, like help me lead me in the right direction. Like where, like, where do you want me to be? And I questioned whether or not my heart was ready to give to somebody else, but I felt led and called to walk into this as open as I could. And I really think I tried to convince myself I was ready to meet someone, but ultimately like, and, and the same way I said for Peter season, walking away, I walked away with so much more than just, you know, finding love. Obviously I didn't find love on paradise. Um, but maybe I know that I was called there for a reason and whatever that reason is, I'm, I'm meant to touch someone's life. And even though the whole experience was hard for me, sometimes and most of the time, it's not about me. It's about what God's plan and purpose is. And I said yes to what he called me to do. And it wasn't what I looked, what I thought it would look like. Um, but, you know, I don't think it ever really is. Um, I don't understand now why things happen the way they did. But I, maybe one day I will. Yeah, I yeah. think everything can be taken as a learning experience mm-hmm. and to grow from it and have some sort of takeaway, which it sounds like you are doing or you have done since then. So one thing that we can clear the air on because, you know, I'm sure viewers probably have questions and that's why I want to give you the reins and explain this a little bit more is when you were leaving in your exit interview and you're going home, you made a comment, something about like, you know, why would I search for what, what, you know, like I don't have to be here to search for what I have at home. And I think for viewers, they maybe took that as, you have a man back home, but there could potentially be more. You know, you keep talking about your great support system back home with family and friends. And so can you just explain that comment a little bit more so no one has any more assumptions about that? Peace. Like there is no <laughs> peace on that beach. There is, there's, there's none. So mm-hmm. if I was in the moment, if I was referring to anything, honestly, the only thing I could think about was what a mess it was. And the people that I love back home, but I feel like I would have never been in that position that I was in and paradise with like my, my friends, my family, my therapist to support me, like my, my sister, like, yeah, if I was referring to anything, that's what it was. And my dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> that's all you had to say. I, I get it. it. <laughs> yeah. You had like me it. at the dog. Um, all right. There you go, people. You heard it from Victoria here. Hopefully we put some of those rumors and the allegations to bed uh, for what we saw go down Monday night. So, Victoria, thank you for joining us on Bachelor Happy Hour. And we're excited to see more of you of potentially what's to come in the future. Who knows? It was such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for joining thank you us. Thank you for giving this opportunity and just for being such amazing women. And um, I admire both of you so much. So I'm really grateful for being thank able to you. talk. Back so at nice. you. I'm hoping that we were able to clear the air for a lot of the viewers and a lot of our listeners regarding the whole boyfriend allegation. Um, I feel like she needed this moment to chat with us to kind of say her side of things, give her peace. And hopefully uh, she has learned or had some major takeaways and can just, you know, continue to work on herself. I feel like um, 
I'm really glad that she was able to come on here and speak about just how therapy has helped her and setting healthy boundaries and, you know, how to work through some conflicts because we could always be better in those situations, in Absolutely. those regards. So I feel like at the end of the day, she was already having second thoughts about being there, already wanted to leave and just didn't feel like it was right. And then once she had that confrontation, she was overwhelmed and mm -hmm. was like, I got to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a just, lot. It's And as she said, it's not just having a conversation with whoever is sitting directly in front of you, but it, you open yourself up to millions of viewers, which isn't, it's so intense. And I, and I don't think until anyone actually goes through it, you understand the weight that that holds. Um, right. One thing she said at the beginning, too, is that people have so many assumptions about the couple hours that they see on TV. And we are well aware because we have gone through several seasons now and, you know, ha have been in paradise a couple of times and have been on The Bachelor and I was the lead. Like, there's so much that people don't see and the way that things can be pieced together seems extreme it's, it seems so dramatic it seems like somebody is either good or bad or people hate or love each other and it's like that's not the case there's so much more right. that people will never be able to see um and so that people can see every detail of everything and still decide that they don't like you exactly exactly it's just it just is what it is so again you know i've said this a million gazillion times but at the end of the day this is a reality tv show um and and but we are humans we, we are people mm -hmm. living lives and but it is a tv and show i know it at the same time i know all the times you think that people don't get along and that they don't <laughs> like each other and that's not the case most people coming off of every season that i've seen really do get along and like each other so i'm going to leave it at that thank you <laughs> tia for joining me today you know i of love course. you it's going to be such a fun season to do this with you thank you to victoria for joining us i know that that probably wasn't the easiest conversation but i'm glad that we were able to have it and the biggest thank you to all of our bachelor happy hour listeners because without you all we couldn't be here doing what we do each week so thank you for hanging out with us please make sure to follow us on social you can find us at bachelor happy hour on instagram and at batch nation pods on both facebook and twitter and as always don't forget to subscribe to us on our podcast you can do that on apple Podcasts, spotify the wondery app or wherever you are listening to our lovely voices right now thanks everyone Bye-bye. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest-growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? 
I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. <laughs> You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 